Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the UI Breakfast Podcast. I'm your host, Jane Portman, and today our guest is Krista Lauk, who runs an illustration-led design agency, and we're going to talk about illustration in UX today. This episode is brought to you by Light Matter. Have you ever wondered how top companies ship new features so quickly? Or have you ever struggled to get that awesome UX and UI you were going for? That's where Light Matter comes in. They act as direct extension of design and development teams at some of the world's top companies. Whether your company needs a new brand, website, or app, they can help. Check them out at lightmatter.com slash UI breakfast to learn more. Hi, Crystal. Hi, it's so great to meet you, Jane. We're absolutely excited. There's so much to discuss, really. Can't wait to dig in. Illustration, especially in UX, has like played a huge role, right, in recent years in the industry. So yeah, really excited to delve in. Before we get started on that, could you tell us like what's your life story? I know you have worked in Google and we can talk about that a little bit as well. So the way that I got into tech, especially is I was going to the Academy of Art here in San Francisco, and I believe it was about my my final year in school. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know what to do. I was, you know, kind of maybe wanting to go into editorial illustration. And then on a whim, a guy that I was dating at the time, he introduced me to a friend who, you know, was working with this little boutique agency, and they brought me on on an internship. And there I got to learn UI, UX really quickly and kind of get the ins and out of the tech industry. We had a lot of B2B clients. And so, yeah, having that experience and delving more into design really inspired me. And so after a couple of years working there, no longer as an intern, but, but got hired on, I went out and freelanced for about a year. And then I was at Google and worked on the Google Play team for almost a couple of years and then ventured out on my own again. That's a long short. If you talk specifically about illustration, has it always been your number one, you know, priority or have you been doing other things? Illustration has always been my number one priority since the beginning. I kind of fell into the world of UI, UX design, and it was cool. And it was kind of my first foray into the creative world and, you know, taught me to think about things a little bit differently. And there, you know, kind of getting more inspired about design itself and graphic design and how illustration and design can really work in tandem and that the lines are really blurred so much more than what I thought. So that was really cool. And now these days you're running a special agency that does just that for software companies. So how does that work? Well, it's interesting because, you know, I think traditionally when you think of illustration, you know, you think of like that one-off illustration, you know, for the New York Times, for example, or you know, for a children's book or concept art and for tech especially and to be in the interface and all these apps that really grew out of that kind of a systematic illustration that is defined by the brand style, right, of that company. And so, you know, I thought that that would be a really amazing opportunity to, you know, get more like versatile illustrators on my team and, you know, who could work to a lot of different like brand styles. 
and service these companies that way. So give us an overview. How does the industry actually work? Like, let's say illustration for a magazine, that would be, you know, an article or a feature. And that'd be just a set of a couple of illustrations and that's it. But with software, it's much more complex. That's a whole, you know, set that involves the entire app and the marketing website and possibly the icons. I'm not sure if you do them. So how do you approach this whole big thing, the whole styling for, for an app? And how do you work with the app designers? For one of my clients, Thumbtack, for example, I defined the whole illustration style for them. And so that was a really cool kind of branding exercise where we really boiled down to, you know, who are your users? and What do you want to say? What's your voice? And that really boiled down into particular style. And then you have to think about how that style expands into so many different kinds of kind of uses and ways to communicate, you know, from something as simple as, you know, an error state to, you know, something more complex, like a marketing campaign. So yeah, you have to kind of think of it as an ecosystem. You know, you're pretty much building this world that needs to kind of operate in lots of different settings. And I think that's a really cool way to think about it. You know, how does this illustration style look like, you know, when it's a tiny, tiny icon and it's kind of look like the same family as something like a huge illustration that you use, you know, that's used for a campaign. Let's walk through the actual process. I'm quite sure that when you're experimenting with the styles, you're not doing that on the the entire range of illustrations for this project. So what's that, you know, the conceptualization stage and how does that then further gets expanded to other assets? You know, and it's really interesting because depending on kind of the brand style and, you know, how a company wants to speak is a variation of different spectrum, I guess, of conceptual, you know, versus maybe a little bit more literal style. You know, I think a lot of times, especially for UX illustration, you have to delve into a lot of more metaphor, a lot more concept, because, you know, you're dealing with a lot of very kind of intangible, you know, kind of concepts. That's incredibly hard. Yeah. So one is like, it's free or, you know, your profile goes here or they have to be very, very short and concise and just communicate, you know, within seconds. That's really the purpose. How does the work like go along? Let's say a software company comes to you and say like, we want some illustration for us. Oh, how do you go from there? I usually put together like a a scope of work that kind of gives a a good idea. I always charge hourly. I feel like that's just a really good way, you know, for any aspiring illustrators, you know, out there who are wanting to get into this business. It feels like, you know, the client always kind of knows where you stand. They can, they feel free to ask, you know, how many hours they've used so far, you know, it doesn't get out of hand for a project, you know, whereas I think uh, a flat rate could. You know, I really just try to understand, you know, what they're coming from and, you know, what they want to communicate. Um, I'll usually start off with my best concepts, you know, to present to them. You know, coming from the agency world, I always love to throw in like references and inspiration and, you know, a, a mood board for everything. Is it you putting together in the mood board or do they usually come to you with a specific style? Sometimes yes and sometimes no. Yeah, it kind of depends. What happens next after the mood board? After kind of the mood board process, you know, I usually accompany that 
sometimes with uh, with the sketches. Um, you know, sometimes yeah, it's just an idea of like, okay, we want to go a little bit more towards this the style. You know, that I see in this mood board. Um, a lot of times they'll kind of be like, you know, several different kind of kind of styles or themes. Go through the sketching phase and you know have a good discussion about about that, and then that's when I'll I'll go into final. Do you typically present a few options before they pick, or is it is your process that refined that ultimately the outcome is what they want? Yeah, for sure. So that's why we always kind of start off small, you know, with with simple sketches, and then just can build up from there. What I always think is concept is king, and at the end of the day, you have to be able to communicate. You know, it can't just be a pretty picture. So that's why it always starts off as sketches and always make sure that the concept is is there, the idea is there. Could it give us an overview of the modern illustration styles, if that's a correct question to ask? You know, of course, the elephant in the room is those, you know, flat world humans that... <laughs> And what do you think about that? Do you do them yourself? What do you do to be different from them or to be similar? Whatever client asks. It's really interesting. A friend of mine even told me that there's a Twitter profile that's called like... Humans of Flat Design or something. I'm going to link to that. That is so cool. <laughs> it's so hilarious. And it was funny because she was like, I'm on there. You should check if you're on there too. <laughs> um, so I'm a little conflicted if I want to be on there or not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I like to think that I'm different. I like to think that, you know, I think I bring a certain quality to the board. At the end of the day, you you do have to follow trends to an extent. And, you know, we're at a time where like, yeah, this is what companies want. This is, you know, this is how they feel and what they what they want to be. And it's a really cool style. I really, really enjoy it. And, you know, I think there's a lot of variation to it, too. You know, personally, I love this kind of collage style, you know, that I like to do quite often. Sometimes it's a little bit more flowy. Um, so, yeah, I think there's even more like there's a lot of variation even, you know, in that kind of flat design mode. Are there any favorite sort of signature uh, projects of yours that we could link to in shape of being a portfolio or maybe a live project that you're really proud of and that you think are the reflection of your best uh, work or your agency's best work? I'll just mention Thumbtack again, just because that was that was kind of a milestone project for the agency was to kind of build something totally from the ground up, this illustration style. And they were a wonderful client, had a really great time working with them. Intercom was amazing too. Another thing uh, to get into in terms of tech and illustration is a lot of these companies are looking for amazing illustrations for their blogs. You know, there provides like a lot of freedom and, you know, oftentimes you're being asked to communicate these kind of really, you know, like complex kind of articles. And I did Marketing one... concept, intangible stuff, other things, right? Exactly. So like one I did for Intercom was like the five essential onboarding tactics for complex products. And for me, that's just always like a really awesome challenge to tackle. It's like an intersection between editorial illustration and actual software thing. Yeah, really which I love. And as someone who, you know, was very starry-eyed about uh, getting into editorial, 
it's also a really cool kind of segue. How does it work for you? Is it typically that clients reach out to you or do you somehow have a sales process? I'm asking that because there might be illustrators listening to us who would be interested in this career. What's the best way to get started? So I do a little bit of both, actually. So I do have like a customer relationship management tool, which feels, you know, very professional of me. (laughs) (laughs) And all of my leads and everybody that I've, you know, that I've spoken to who, you know, has interest in in my services, you know, or people who I've I've gathered, uh, companies that I've gathered that might be interested in my services. I have a database of all of those people that I'm constantly keeping up to date and emailing them new work and checking it and following up with them. This is a very relationship-driven business. Um, I think it's definitely, you know, I've relied on my network uh, quite a bit and have gotten a lot of really cool opportunities from there. And of course, you know, referrals. And that's the best feeling in the world when, you know, a client comes back to you for a second time and a third time and a fourth time, and then they refer you to to someone that they used to work with. Or So there's always all of those kind of opportunities. So I feel like as long as you you do really great work and you you deliver and you keep in touch, just be human, then you're good. Do you think in this industry, there is a place for something like pre-made illustration? I'm not saying stock uh, illustration, but some specifically designed uh, illustration that could be handy for software developers who are a little bit on a tighter budget. Yeah, I see a lot of those popping up here and there. And I came across one where, you know, there's a you, you can buy a bunch of different assets like a tree or a person on a laptop or an office chair, blah, blah, blah. And then the person who bought that could just basically almost, you know, it's like a stickers on a background scene and making up these illustrations themselves. I, you know, I could see how that's useful, but there's just no way that you could get the kind of quality you know, your users, your customers are smart. And building a brand is all about connecting with people and inspiring people to, you know, to love your product and love your identity, you know, so much that, you know, they obviously buy your products and they tell you they're friends. And, and so I think that like, those people see through that and they see, oh, okay, that's very generic it doesn't do anything for me. Whereas, you know, I think when you have an illustrator who's putting their heart and soul into something, they're thinking about a lot of different, you know, ways to, you know, make this illustration really pleasing to the eye. I think people feel that, you know, they feel that the bespoke kind of kind of delight, you know. What are the most common mistakes that you see happening in other software products that you're using that if you were their illustrator or creative director would have done differently? Like I said, it's all about connection. In those moments where, you know, a user is is frustrated, maybe, or, you know, it's always so good to put just instill a bit of humor, you know, in things, a little bit of like delight and surprise. So I think keeping that in mind, you know, yeah, illustration could be great to kind of fill up that arrow state, but, you know, make it mean something, make it Mm -hmm. make, you know, give, give your users 
a reaction. Make your users react to something in a positive way. You know, that's kind of what it's all about is to make our lives easier. <laughs> Are there brands out there that you absolutely admire in terms of their illustration work? I love Dropbox. They're very bold and, you know, but that's what I love about them. And I, I love brands, especially that take a little bit of risk. And, you know, you either hate them or you love them. I love how they were kind of like the forefront of this kind of like zany kind of style. Their latest rebrand last year or a couple of years ago, that was a little bit too bold in my books. <laughs> that like maroon brown color, like seriously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's funny that like, you know, since then you even see like, a lot of copycats <laughs> that kind of do the same thing, but like they turned it down, you know, quite a bit. Are there any resources that our listeners could use? Maybe, you know, books on illustrations, guides, or or maybe places to get inspiration from? That'd be the correct question, I guess. I love 99U. They're really, I think they're part of like AIGA or something, but they always have like really great, like straightforward articles on how to, you know, stop creative burnout and, you know, just like stuff like that. It just feels very resourceful. I mean, obviously like Pinterest is my soulmate. I'm always looking <laughs> on there for like inspiration and It's nice that is another like really cool illustration publication. It's 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 more to do with like it's a little bit more out there and it's not so like you know resource driven, commercially driven, but um it's really great just inspiration. When it comes to the technical side of things, I know there are multiple different ways to produce uh, vector and raster illustrations these days. So would you personally prefer and if there are people on your team who are doing it differently, maybe? I find vector illustrations to just be, you know, so versatile, just the scalability, you know, when you're handing off to animation, for example, it's really, really helpful for those guys to be able to have these kind of scalable you know, elements, you know, but at the same time, like I'm seeing a lot of illustrators doing amazing stuff and, you know, Procreate, for example, this new tool that just came out, but I haven't tried it yet. It's a fresco. So I'm excited about that. So yeah, it's, it's just kind of like a cool era when all these digital, you know, new digital projects are coming out. Are you using a tablet? I'm just curious or a mouse or a touchpad? <laughs> I use a tablet. I find that ergonomic wise, it's it's nice to just like be straight up, you know, with a big monitor. But I do all my sketches in Adobe Sketch. I just really love how you can group projects together. And it's really great for like, just doing quick and dirty thumbnails and, and refined sketches. You have a team of illustrators working for you. And I'm wondering how does the creative direction process flow? So once you get a client, how do you decide who'll be working on that? And if you control all the work or if you delegate the authority like 100%? Well, I'm always thinking about like what kind of projects my illustrators would enjoy the most and what kind of style is more similar. You know, I have a guy who does amazing kind of like realistic illustration. And so, you know, I might put him on a project that's a little bit more like that. Uh, where I have Kevin, for example, is, is a little bit more graphic style. So I would put him on that kind of project. In terms of like managing, you know, I think it's always just a very careful balance that you're always thinking about 
because I think, you know, the last thing that I want is to be prescriptive. And, you know, like, I think I just view art direction as like a gentle guide into, you know, into delivering what the client wants and uh, when the quality that we're known for. And so, you know, I think you just have to trust people and give them the freedom, you know, like allow yourself to be inspired by an open minded towards, you know, what they come up with, you know, it could always surprise you. Way before I was working here online, I was a creative director in an agency and I was managing designers and illustrators and external freelancers. So all these troubles of creative work are very, very much familiar. And have have you ever had situations when the work was just not accepted and you had to hire another person for this job or do something like that? Or is it always just pink roses, unicorns? <laughs> I've had a lot of luck. Yeah, like I said, I think, you know, I've just been very careful about the people that I've I've brought on. You know, I think there's kind of a saying out there that, you know, you hire people that are better than you. And I think I kind of try to like keep that in mind that like if I'm really wooed by, you know, a person's work and, you know, they have the kind of I think it, it's always about like how what you bring to the table and I think someone who is always very like curious and who's excited is going to be, you know, really easy to work with. Someone who you can easily collaborate with. I'm wondering, do you have trouble meeting deadlines? Because all of us creative types handle time differently. That's put mildly. So do you have trouble with that? I mean, there are definitely some times where I was like, yes, I will get that later today. And then like pressing the send button at midnight. <laughs> There's definitely been situations like that. I'm sure a lot of people can relate. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being honest and open today. It was super nice to have an insight in this industry. Where can people find you and your work and your agency online? Yeah, so it's pretty easy. I'm just crystallauk.com. That's pretty much what my Twitter is my name and my Instagram is my name. And so, yeah, just Crystal Lauk. You mentioned that you have like a little special offer for software companies that might be listening to us and want to use your services. I do. Yes. If you shoot me an email and you mention UI Breakfast, I'll give you 15% off our first project. Wonderful. Thanks for, for the generous offer. Well, thank you so much again, Crystal. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Yes, yes, you too. And thank you so much. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Absolutely. Thank you.